We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. everyone and welcome to the Sprice Waste Podcast. I'm Lacey and today I have the wonderful Miss Adrian here with me. Hello. Adrian, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Just great. I feel like maybe my second cup of coffee has put my energy over the top today. So we'll see how that goes on podcast land. What? Oh my gosh. Quick sidebar already into the podcast. We're already doing sidebars, but I have stopped drinking coffee uh, and I mean, not that I hate coffee. I freaking love coffee, but I stopped drinking it. And now I'm drinking a pot of green tea in the morning instead. And I've noticed, even though today I was super distracted because of other uh, kind of outside forces, but, um, I've noticed that my like focus and, and just kind of like consistency has like just changed. And then when I do have coffee now, it is like, I can tell that it's like, it causes me to like have like coffee onset ADD or something. Mm, interesting. Like I can't, like I focus better when I drink green tea. All Isn't right. that wild? It is. I think I should try it. I think I should do an experiment and try it next month. See how it, see how it impacts my focus. I love running experiments on myself. It's great. <laughs> We're the best test subjects, our <laughs> own self. <laughs> we really are. Okay, so this month at Spry, all month long, we've basically been talking about goals and analytics um, insights on social media platforms. So this week specifically, we're talking about where you find insights and analytics. We started out talking about setting goals. Then we went through and talked about which metrics align well with which goals. And so today, you and me, Adrian, going through where we can find these analytics and insights that we might use, okay? Okay. So a lot of people who will talk on this subject will tell you the amazing tools that they use. You know, there there are some good tools, sure, um, but they'll swear by their tools that automatically report on the analytics and insights, and they can just pull that and use that data. Um, we don't like to do that. Can you explain a little bit why? Those tools are fine. Like, like first of all, you know, we we don't like them. But if you use them, that's fine. We're like, not tool if, shaming if they work you. For no. You, we're not tool shaming you. But here's the reason why what I kind of do not like those tools. Because often if you take a tool, you know, and then you take another tool and then you run a test on them and then you, you know, look at your analytics over time. You look at the engagement rate. You look at all the numbers that they're collecting and then you compare them with the same numbers in a different tool and you compare them to the same numbers on that are native on the platform. It is, it's sometimes, well, it takes a lot of work, first of all, but second of all, sometimes it's not clear. And not the same, even- And not the same. Even mm -hmm. the definitions that some tools use for engagement or engagement rate differs from what you'll find in other places. Yeah, and that's kind of why not all tools are, you know, not trustworthy, that's not what I'm saying, 
But my view on it is these tool, these tool companies, the companies that build these tools want to sell these tools, right? They want to sell it to somebody who's not going to dig in too far about what the numbers are, what they mean and why. They just want to hook them, hook it up and go, right? Right. Set and forget. Right. They're going to bank, they're banking on you not asking those questions right too too far some of them do you know some of them are good but but i'm just saying that like a lot of times they don't and when you start to ask around and ask these questions you know why are things not adding up to the same number or um you know why 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 is it so hard to get a common description and a common you know uh like definition definition of a word for an for a certain data point why is it so hard because here's my theory is that they don't want it to be easy they want it to be hard so that you will be a little bit unsure and then you're going to be like well i don't really know so i'm going to trust this company that's my theory that makes perfect sense <laughs> and and we were one of those people i mean up until about a year and a half ago we were using our scheduling tool mm-hmm. put out reports and we were just pulling from those reports until we did an internal experiment on engagement rates and we were going we were pulling the numbers from that tool's report on engagement rates and found that they weren't actually posting a rate of engagement for engagement rate they were posting a number of engagements as engagement rate like i yeah and we were reporting on it Right. As if that was a rate instead of the number of engagements. And that I think any time that you find yourself saying something and getting caught that what you're saying isn't accurate. Right. That's when you do a big reassess of what you're doing, because we don't ever want to be in a situation where a client pushes it back on that data and we don't know the Mm -hmm. answer. You know, exactly. Yeah. Well, and it just kind of goes back to the conversations we've been having already about what are your goals? What are the numbers you're going to, to track? You know, uh, exactly. Like, and then when you talk about engagement rates, there's different ways to calculate engagement rates. You know, um, there's engagement rate where you look at the number of followers you have against the number of engagements against the number of engagements, or you could do, you know, number of posts you've created versus the number of engagement. There's like so many different ways to calculate it. And, and unless, you know, your leadership team or whoever is like monitoring the performance, like talks to you about exactly what they want to be, uh, you know, following, you know, unless someone tells you what they want, if, if nobody tells you what you want, then that, you know, what, what are you measuring and why? And, and then to have a tool just kind of tell you like randomly, like this is the, this is the rate and it's going up and then it makes yeah. the tool look good. Look, the right? numbers are green. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it doesn't really like mean anything. So anyway, that's that's just like, you know, our suspicious minds constantly curious, working. Curious minds. <laughs> okay, curious minds. <laughs> so so if if we don't focus on tools to pull mm-hmm. that data for us, where are we going to get this information? Yeah. So we do what's called the like dirty work <laughs> or manual, you know, manual work. Basically in every single tool. So in Twitter, in Pinterest, on Facebook, every platform, every single platform, there's a place to get analytics. And I will go into this uh, this week. Um, I'm going to create a little video that we'll put on online. But basically in every single platform, there is a place to go and look for analytics. 
Every single one of them has a place for you to download the raw data. Like yes. download an actual like spreadsheet data set. So that's even different than when you go to your insights dashboard and it just shows you the numbers. It's it's dirtier than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I like to do because I again, like I said, you know, whatever the word is, curious or suspicious, I um, paranoid. I don't know what the right word is, but anyway, I will go in and I will go and download the, the, the raw data. So I see everything before me. Um, because I just, I want to see, I want to see it in the time frame I want it, you know, Facebook, um, these different, different platforms, they often will like only give you a window that they'll give you. They won't give you like seven a days, month one month, one quarter. Yeah. yeah. So often, I mean, often it's like, sometimes the data is fine, but it's like actually one for the whole month and they don't show you that. So you just download it. Anyway. So you download the actual raw data, you start to look at it and what you'll start to see is you'll start to see patterns and and once you start to see patterns and you can corroborate that with, you know, perhaps you do have a tool and you do want to co corroborate it over like a month or so and you see that it, it does match up, okay, that's cool. But it's just kind of like doing that due diligence on your platforms and on, you know, looking at the raw data that is so important that I think people don't really realize how important it is because, you know, to, to explain data, right? Like. Anyway. Well, here, we'll let you in on a little spry secret. <laughs> yeah. Adrian trusts no one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> um, I really like... I really like this point overall, Adrian, that, you know, you're not even trusting just the insights dashboards on each platform because we know that all those social media platforms have an agenda of their own, right? And so if they show you that, you know, oh, you spent this much on ads this month, this month and look how high you've gone, you're going to be more likely to spend more ads the next month. Um, if they show you um, a really red scary number, um, you know, because something went down by a little bit and it's all red and scary, you know, maybe it went down because there was an election this month or maybe it went down because you chose to do less frequency this month. Um, yeah. Yep. So... So having a look at that raw data that isn't manipulated by mm -hmm. the platform is, I think, a very important piece of this whole um, conversation. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, when you do get the get that 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 raw data, there are data sets and data pieces in there that you wouldn't have even known to look for in in the kind of the UI that is the insights UI that they build out, you know, they have like a little analytics dashboard that, that they will give you the analytics that most people want to see. But they do have a whole like layer of other stuff that you can look at that is super interesting. Um, you know, a lot of like geographical data, a lot of kind of demographic data, a lot more uh, you know, landing pages and, and just, a, just a different like kind of layer of data that is so fascinating and and important. So so yeah, I, I do I do like just seeing just just play numbers without any colors, like no green. Don't give me the greens, don't give me the reds, don't give me the, the pretty like <laughs> shapes. I just wanna see friggin' Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> um a couple of the data points that come in those raw numbers that are not in the dashboards are things like total number of engaged users 
you know? So the dashboard might show you number of engagements, but it doesn't show you the number of engaged users. That data, you didn't even know it existed until you actually download this spreadsheet and you see that there's like 12 columns of data that you've never even seen the title of before. And you're like, oh, um, you know, number of engagements from promotion. organic engagements you know it's just broken down so much more with so much more detail that it does give you a really different picture than the picture they might be painting automatically on the dashboard right right. yeah and and I would recommend anybody just go and look at it. You know, I, I know that for, for business and scaling a business, you need to have repeatable uh, processes that, that you, you know, you don't want your data and your reports to take hours and hours and hours every single day, every That's single month. That's a good month. point. But it's, it's just good to, like, look at it, note it, you know, do a little review, do a little audit of your analytics, see if there's any numbers that you're like, oh, man, I, I do want to see how that, what happens every month with this, with this, uh, data point here so uh so yeah doing that and then and then you know if you are using a tool it is just really important to make sure that you know the tool and the raw data are matching up because you know sometimes sometimes the tool itself you know there can be like api changes where you know the tool doesn't connect correctly or there you know there's, there's a lag there's there's just different things that can happen that uh you know, you, you can't set it and forget it. There's nothing about social media that you can set and forget. There really isn't. And Amen. people want to try to do it and it, they shouldn't and they stop. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I have such a hard time whenever we work on like creating case studies um, or someone asks for a case study. I'm like, I can't give you this one that I created four months ago because the way that social media actually works and is reported on has changed in the last four months. So I've got to be so constantly creating these new case studies for it to feel legitimate. Mm-hmm. So if we are looking at the raw data that's coming from the platforms, um, you know, do we trust that entirely as well? <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, yes and no. <laughs> okay. So, so remember, just every single time, again, remember I trust no one, even even the platforms we use every day, you got to take a step back and remember that they, this is a money-making enterprise for them as well. So, you know, Facebook, they're constantly changing their algorithms. The algorithm changes will change your analytics. I mean, it, it, it you know, when we talk about the algorithm changes and, and people freak out, it's not just because people you know, people will start using the app differently. It's literally your analytics will change. So then you have to kind of recalibrate, you know, what what success looks like again, you know? Um, so, but the other thing, the other, other thing is, is like, how do we know for sure that even though the algorithm is reporting on these analytics, how do we know for sure that, you know, the, the 700 followers that Spry has are all seeing, you know, like eight percentage of our of our content or whatever Facebook right. reports. How do we know for sure? Because there is no third party like 
government or or nonprofit or organ monitoring the efficacy. Yeah, there's no organization that is like not you know not affiliated with uh, you know a non-affiliated party that is watching uh, Facebook's analytic reporting. They are reporting exactly. it on themselves. <laughs> They're reporting it on themselves. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, so let's talk about some of the things that, that we do to corroborate some of that mm -hmm. data. So, okay, great. We've downloaded the raw data. We've, we've decided what metrics we're actually going to focus on and we're consistently downloading raw data and reporting on those. Um, but let's talk about a few ways that we can corroborate that data and make sure that it's actually helping to fulfill the goal that the client has set forth in the first place. Um, so one thing that I like to do is, especially if, if one of our goals is to drive website traffic, then I have to have Google Analytics yeah. access. Um, you know, if Facebook is or Instagram is telling me that they sent 28 people in the last seven days to my website, I'm going to go on Google Analytics. I'm going to look at my traffic sources. I'm going to see, okay, this says it was 28, but what it shows on Google Analytics is 16. Hmm. I wonder what the difference is, right. you know, catalog that piece of data. Yep. And then looking on Google Analytics as well at things like uh, bounce rate, amount of time on the website, um, number of pages per visit. And I want to see that specifically from the one traffic source that I'm looking yep. at. Because great, wow, look, we got 28 clicks in a week. And if I go and I look and see that we've got 80% bounce rate on those, yep. was it valuable at right. all? Exactly. You know, is that actually achieving the overall goal that right. we're trying to accomplish? So we use Google Analytics to kind of, you know, be that almost third party, double check our work to make sure that it, something's actually happening. Another thing that I like to do to corroborate is... Um, you know, actually look at people's profiles. So great, we got 62 engagements on this post and we had a set and defined ad audience. Um, do those people actually look like the people who I'm wanting to reach with that content? Yeah. Can I go through and look at the profiles of the new engagers on our content and see if the content that they're also engaging with actually makes them look like one of our target customers or not. Yep. And I've found it go both ways. Mm -hmm. You know, as you've done checks like that, have you seen something similar? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I'll also do, you know, on top of kind of looking at the at at this set of people, you know, when I look at a post that has a lot of reach, I'll go and look on the post and see what kind of conversations are happening. Who is talking? Um, you know, in the in the likes, you know, how many people are liking it? Like, who are the people that are liking it? Yeah, so I will definitely go in and see if they're like real people. Um, you know, oftentimes when um, you know when you create a post and you share it, and if it if it goes gets shared a lot, and then you know how people will uh, like the post, but then you can invite them to like your page specifically in Facebook. Yes, um, that's another part where you can go in and say okay is this person like real is this are they real people are they in our audience type you know so yeah there, there are several different ways to kind of corroborate uh the data that does take a little bit of work um one of the things that I like to do to corroborate a little bit as well is if one of my goals for a piece of content is shares 
um, and I get a large number of shares, I can click and see, as long as the person's profile isn't entirely private, I can see who shared it. And then I can also see what kind of conversations are happening on that share. Because so I've found that a lot of times shares Nobody even puts a little bit of commentary, you know, they're just click the share button and there's no comments happening on that. So was that actually valuable? I'd, I'd rather have five shares that have conversations happening on them than a hundred shares that are from bots. Right. You know oh, what I for mean? Sure. Yeah. And also finding those shares, you know, I've, I, you know, all these little data points, uh, and you know, Lacey and I talked about this earlier today with somebody else, but just like all these little data points are pieces pieces of data for your client, right? If you go and look and see who's liked it, who's shared it, you know, who's having conversations. Often, like, you know, I'll, just, just the other day, I saw uh, an organization for one of my clients that shared one, a piece of content. I was like, oh my gosh, we have got to follow them they have to be a partner so you know you, you kind of it, all of this stuff that you know going the extra mile and like verifying that the people and the pages are real and uh doing that extra step will actually get you a lot of really great stuff yeah absolutely one thing that i don't do as much as i should but i would like to do more of is when i do check on those shares i like to comment as the brand on that share, you know, thanks so much for sharing this content. Um, I hope you find it useful. Or if somebody's asking questions, one of their friends is asking questions, then just by me being present in that comment section, it will drive real people through conversation to our page and to like our page, which can be very, very valuable. Totally. Yep. Okay. So I kind of want to shift just a tad here and talk about what's going on with analytics right now. Um, because at this analytics and goal setting is the content for the whole month, but also just from a time-based relevancy, um, we're all experiencing some weird stuff going on in our analytics. Um, so I think we should talk about it just a little bit here. Tell me a little bit about what you've been experiencing on some of your uh, pages that you manage. Well, just a huge drop-off in reach and impressions so for some of them for for others i have uh, a few clients that have a more international audience and those are kind of picking up again i i do think that the whole world was kind of holding their breath around the american election mm -hmm. <laughs> so there mm -hmm. was kind of a dip in late october early november uh that that some channels have not recovered from um you know, there's other other things, you know, when we talk about analytics, another really great thing to corroborate is what's happening in the world today. Like, what are people doing? Oh, yeah. You know, like, IRL. Mm -hmm. So, you know, COVID is having a resurgence. Uh, the holidays sometimes, I mean, the holidays, honestly, you know, on the day of a holiday, like, like Christmas and stuff, often people, you know, normal circumstances, people with their families, they're generally not you know, on their devices, but, you know, maybe the next day they go out and they hang out with their friends or, or you know, maybe th there's probably some data that, that backs up different, like, football games or, you know, different different things that are happening in common for everybody. Um, you can kind of follow those patterns, too. Yeah, I've been experiencing very similar on most pages that I help manage. I have seen 
an overall dip in, for me, it's actually been engagement specifically too. My content might go out and it might say that it's reaching similar numbers of people, but the engagement rate, if, if we're calculating engagement rate as the number of people that saw the content um, divided by the number of people that actually engaged with it, my engagement rates are down a lot too. Um, and I'm not sure if, if it's because people are still so focused on controversy, if their attention is still uh, magnetized towards election-related content. Um, maybe they all moved to parlor. you know? I don't maybe know. Maybe they <laughs> did. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe they did. Maybe they did. <clears throat> Or you know what's funny is is maybe maybe things have kind of simmered down a little bit and people but people like conflict people like to argue so maybe the fact that some mm-hmm. things have been resolved and now it's not fun anymore maybe people are just taking a break. <laughs> That's a good point too. You know they're more doom scrolling than actually having real conversations maybe, right yeah. now. I mean and honestly I mean like this year but then but then if you think about just kind of like the seasonality like like. People, there, there, there's kind of a um, a saturation. It's just like there comes a point where everyone's just tired of news and tired of tired of it. So like the you know 2020 is kind of testing all of our limits. So I'm not surprised that after the election, especially like with everything that's going on, everyone's just kind of taking a step back and taking a break. Um, I'm not surprised, too. I don't think things will really start to stabilize into a new pattern until the beginning of 2021. I don't. Right. But with the kind of pause, with the pause, you know, some people, you know, don't don't be scared. Don't be worried because because, you know, this could be a time for you to you could also take a pause. Um, Think about some other kind of campaigns that will get people talking. Uh, You know, maybe this this is a time to think about some like video or different type of content that people um, might be interested in. Uh, You know, it it kind of like gives you a little bit of a breather. I, I think that people, when we talk to our clients, oftentimes they think that everything has to go like up and up and up and up every single month over and over and over again has to go up to be considered a win to be considered a win but that's not the case at all you know every single uh you know every single month doesn't have to go up it can it can take a little bit of a break and and you know as long as you're learning from it um and learning from your audience i think that 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 is good i think that brings some really good wisdom because the actual behind behind the topic for this month um, this month being focused on goals and analytics behind that the purpose of that is really so that people start to think and audit their content from 2020 and look forward into strategically having a plan for 2021 so really a pause can be really beneficial if we have a little bit more space to breathe and a little bit less demand because we've had less engagement and less reach then we very well might be able to have a much more strategic and intentional plan for 2021 which again is really the the goal behind the content this month yeah and you know i i was actually thinking about uh rei's kind of opt outside for black friday that they've been doing now for for several years but you know like we've always been saying with social media 
media as spry. Social media is human. We're humans, right? It's kind of like, it's a great time to take time with your family, take time um, analyzing your goals and your wins for the year. Obviously, you could share that with your followers. You can kind of tell people about it. But, um, but right now, people are kind of hibernating. You know, they want, they want to kind of um, it's a holiday. It's want to be with their family. It's just kind of like, yeah, we're all, we're human. We're all being human. We're all have like a general similar pattern. And so don't be afraid to like take a little pause, you know, share a little bit less and, you know, plan for 2021 or the next year, depending on what year you and listen to this. If you're experiencing something similar where you're seeing this dip in analytics, um, I really love what you're saying, Adrian. It, it makes me think about making your content a touch more human, you know? So instead of driving any sort of huge, big goals, I mean, I know some people are going to be trying to drive some holiday sales focused content, but for those of us that aren't focused on that, um, creating some content that just checks in with people that doesn't have as much of an agenda other than connecting more deeply with our communities could really end up returning the investment many fold just by kind of just ratcheting down our own agenda and just sinking into being human next to the other humans that we're trying to connect yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. I like it. You're, you're so smart, hey, Adrian. Well, thank you. So are you. <laughs> so at the end of every Sprite Space podcast episode, we like to talk about where we've been working lately. As an all remote team at Spry, sometimes we're working in kind of interesting places. I can't believe we haven't actually seen each other in person. I mean, you and I have a few times, but as a team, we haven't done anything as a team since January, February. So um, have you been working anywhere interesting lately? Well, I've been working in my house this whole time, um, but I have been... <laughs> Okay, here's kind of a fun, exciting thing for the year 2020. All right, let's hear it. Last year, when I was looking at my Instagram from last year, around this time, I was talking about my the things I'm grateful for, the things that I'm thankful for, and kind of my goals for 2020. Uh, one of my goals was to be more sustainable and to kind of use less. Oh, yeah, I remember wasteless. that. Yes. And so kind of the funny part of 2020 is that we literally were put on hold to stop and this year I have made, like sewed, many more outfits because I really love to sew. But before this year, I haven't really like, you know, when you have like these creative um, ideas and projects that you just don't have time for, quote unquote, or whatever. But this year I had tons of time. So I have been finishing up a bunch of new like fun outfits that I like made myself and I've been like wearing them at work. And so it's fun to wake up and dress up in mm, cool new outfits that I made myself. So that's where I've been working lately. <laughs> I love the most recent dress that you made. The shape of it is really pretty. Thank you. It, it's my birthday dress. Uh, yes, I like it very much. Didn't your mom used to make some of your clothes too when you were growing up? <laughs> yes. Isn't it funny how this comes full circle? Uh, yeah, it... it, it Yes, it has come full circle, indeed. I I would force, well, not force my mom. I, I, I would have the creative uh, inspiration for, like, my prom dresses and my winter ball dresses, and then she would execute on it, you know? And, you know, I just look back at my high school pictures and stuff, and I just, I'm just so proud of myself. Like, I'm never just, like, embarrassed. I'm always just like, yeah, that, 
that's wild. It was wild. It was a little crazy, but gosh darn it, it that was <laughs> well executed. <laughs> oh, I like, I like that. <laughs> anyway, no regrets. Okay. No, regrets. no hashtag no regrets. Hashtag trust no one. Um, <laughs> Adrian's words to live yeah, by. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, well, if you enjoyed this content and you want to hear more of our content or you want to share this with somebody else who might benefit from it, you can find us at ThinkSpry on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can find us on Pinterest. We've been working on that channel pretty nicely. Um, you can find us on our website, ThinkSpry.com. And Spry Space, our Facebook group, is um, one of the best places that we would like to invite you to join. We've been asking lots of questions and talking a lot about some of the new Facebook features within that group. And honestly, just it's so nice to have a support system of people who, when you have a question, you don't feel embarrassed asking. And so if you are looking for a space like that, um, Spry Space on Facebook is a group we would love to invite you into. Yeah. And in the new year, we do have some things planned around the new business manager and, and all those new Facebook, newfangled Facebook tools. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right, Adrian, I'm so grateful for your time. And um, we're so grateful for all of you who are listening. And we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or evening. And of course, that you keep learning. Yep. Bye. -bye.